Welcome to the Hey Babe podcast. I'm Mary. And I'm Caitlin. And we're here just chatting about all the things near and dear to our hearts. So grab your favorite beverage because we're going to go deep and have some fun. (laughs) Oh my gosh, join us. Hey, babes, we are less than two weeks till Christmas. Uh. Oh, my gosh. I know. (laughs) And um, we're just here chatting about um, some things that are going on, hot topics, updates on our life, and and all of our favorite things. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You said two weeks from Christmas, and part of me was like panicking. And then I realized, wait, I actually don't have to panic. Like, it's so different this year. It's so different. Not all the same pressures are there. Although, of course, the present pressure is there. But I feel like even with that, I feel like way less stress than normal. Why do you think that is? I think that I am backing off on how much I used to do with Mm. presents. Like, I'm just like, okay, I know what they want. Um, I'm not going to go crazy with it. Like they literally have everything they need. So right, right. I feel like, and I'm not, you know, I mean, maybe this is just in this moment, but this year has really given me the perspective of like less is more with kids. Like totally. Like, half the time I'm trying to get rid of their junk. So yeah, why right. am I going to go add a whole <laughs> bunch more? I really don't want to fill in the rooms. No, yeah. But because I'm not organized like you, I know you have like Christmas lists of like, check, this is what I, right? I'm imagining. Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> I like know what they want in my head and the risk I run is being like, oh, well, I didn't quite get enough yet because I don't yes. have a list to, yes. to look to. So I overbuy historically. Yes. And I think I did better with that this year. Well, I mean, grass is always greener. I do make a list, but then I question the list the entire, like up until the person is opening the gift. Do you veer off the list So ever? yes. And so, oh so then I panic, <laughs> like, did I did I do enough for this one or did I, I think like one of the things I'm really struggling with this year is that Reese is at an age where she's so aware of all this and she's loving it. And so it's, it's, I'm just going to say what it is. It's a lot more fun to buy for her, obviously, than the boys. I mean, Luke yeah. is seven, eight months old. He's not even going to know, know what he's... I, like, forgot about Jack but then like I, a right? couple days ago. Like, I have to like, get them like, oh, yeah. things so that she... Because so, it's still so fun for her to be in that moment. Yeah, like, there. this is the, like, literally, like, five and six is, like, the... This uh, is it. The time for Santa. This right? is it. Mm-hmm. But even, like... So Santa, so and like Santa, Santa is taking care of his own stuff. Yeah. But like then what I'm going to get the kids and then, you know, it's just, I don't I know. know. I know. Like I, um, last night we did that. Have you guys, have you, there's the Santa tracker or oh, Santa yeah. tracker slash like video call from Santa. Yep. Yep. So Santa FaceTimed us last night and <laughs> Mia's face was like, oh. oh, I've never seen, like it was, it, she was speechless Alex decided she didn't want to. She was like, it it shocked me. She did not want Santa to call her. Oh, that surprises me. And I finally got to the bottom of it. And she's like, because I'd just rather see him in person. She's like, 2020 Mm. is just, it was like actually a, she's like, 2020 is really hard. And I'd just rather see him in person. Oh, okay. Well, are you trying to make me cry? That's. Well, it's so weird because she has. Like she got it at a deeper level. Yeah. Yeah. And. And she said it made her feel nervous to FaceTime him. Oh, I know. And that's not really like her personality. No, that's not her personality so, at all. And then I Jack, mean, you know, it's good to hear that even Alex is hitting a breaking point with 2020. <laughs> she's like, for God's sake. Santa. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. She's like, this is ridiculous. I'm over all this FaceTiming. Yeah. Yeah. So we had the app this year or not the app, but Santa text messages. 
Oh, yeah. Or Mrs. Claus, like every day. Okay. A thing to Reese. And it's very like, it's, they're really sweet. They personalize it because they know our dog's name and our, oh. they, so it's, and um, Reese has really enjoyed those yeah. text messages. But um, I'm sure a FaceTime from Santa would be even cooler. So I'm going to have to yeah, see if you. I can get on that list. I forget the name of the app, but I'll show you. Um, I mean, there's a million of them. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, so there's that. There's just kind of, I feel like just taking some of the big pressure off of, you know, well, also, I mean, usually I have, not that I'm like Mrs. Popular over here, but we have like a holiday party yeah. every weekend, whether it's Tony's work <clears throat> or um, a friend's house doing something. Some totally. Thing. And this year there's none of Nada. that. Nada. Yeah. And so it feels like actually for the first time ever that I've been an adult, we can actually just choose to enjoy the time however we want to and we miss seeing all those people of course but yet at the same time it, i don't know I, I i i'm kind of relieved, i feel like the holidays have suddenly become um just not what i was expecting in the sense that i thought i was going to be like this is so lame you know we're still in this like um yeah. very removed state and it's so hard and then i'm kind of realizing like i aside from the fact that I'm running around after three kids and trying to close the whole business down. But like, I can, I feel <laughs> like I can, fact. I feel like I can breathe a little bit as opposed to oh, how yeah. I normally feel during the holiday season where I'm constantly like, go, 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 oh, go. Yeah. And then you're like, I just can't wait for it to be over. I don't feel that sense this year. Well, that's actually a good way to put it. Cause I don't feel that sense this year of, I yeah. can't wait for it to be over. Yeah. I just feel like very in the moment and it. I, I mean, I don't want 2020 to be what it is but no, it is of course what it not. is we aren't going to change it at this point um but i i really feel this year has showed me that i'm way more and i don't know how you feel about this but i'm way more introverted in the sense of like when people are like oh i just miss this is going to sound kind of cold i miss hugging other people and like going to these big parties <laughs> like i would have identified with as being that person mhm sorry and, there's a little um, chime that and I don't genuinely, if I'm being really honest, I don't really miss that. I yeah. miss people that I can't see as often. I get for that. Sure. But I don't miss those social obligations. And I think that's a surprise the hell out of me. Mm -hmm. Like I thought I knew who I was at this point, but apparently I'm way more introverted than I ever. Well, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's just that it, you're so much more introverted. I think that there's, there's a whole nother sense of this year and, yeah. and so I think that you have adjusted maybe and shifted with it and now yeah. found your comfort zone. I like that perspective. Better. And <laughs> <laughs> thanks for reframing, Mary. You're welcome. No. Yeah. I mean, I really do. I think we've all, I think it took, took longer than maybe we would have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking of longer yeah. than, don't you kind of wish that you could like go back to March now that we know how long Sorry, this was all going to last. Mind my champagne glass <laughs> clinking. <laughs> now that we all know how long this was going to or is lasting. Yeah. Don't you no, wish March you could like go back to March? Away, right? But March. don't but only in the sense that like and kind of redo the way you went about. Like um I was even thinking about like the way that I set up Reese's classroom at home. Like I did it in such a way that was sure temporary. Te it was temporary <laughs> though. But like it was as cute as a temporary desk could be. But I should have really like buckle down for a real year of permanent but space. I, you were the one who told me to do that. Remember I did. Remember that walk we went on? Yeah. And I was like, 
Maybe I just because I like redesigning spaces and, and I already want to redo her desk. Yeah, I know, because in August we went on a walk <laughs> and I was like, it was the day we got the text that school wasn't going to be in person and I was like, oh my God. And you're like, look, like I think if you just think of it as we're yeah. in it for the long haul, we're all going to be feel a lot better about it. I know, but I, I mean, I was the only person saying that, so I didn't actually believe it. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh I did. I did believe so it. So what I did was I called in my mom, who's like a retired school teacher. And yeah. she freaking got that spare room. Yeah. That that office set up like a little classroom. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, no matter what you freaking set the room up like, it's hard. It's just it's yeah. hard. Yeah. These kids have done. Like amazing. I found myself today. So Reese now just obviously the kids have two more days of school. Yeah. And I found myself today when she was getting on school and I was like, you know, ruffling through her papers that because we couldn't find the one assignment. We had, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait till this is like, go break. Maybe your mommy can help. Like I always oh. have a teacher in the background <laughs> being like, get your parent to help. And I'm like, all, and I'm like, parents everywhere are like, no, I'm in the middle of trying to like do 10 other things. I was trying to teach teachers. Reese a lesson this morning during her class time. So she is a little scatterbrained with her um, supplies. Which is fine, but we're She's trying to a child after my own heart. To- totally, but I'm Alex trying to. You and Reese's I know, no. but I'm trying to slowly teach her. You know, like put your scissors back where you're She's gonna remember young. them, and she is. But like, I'm certainly there's no punishments for it. But it's like, yeah. hey, remember, you know, put your scissors back. So anyway, this morning, oh, good for you. I don't do that. She didn't put her scissors back for like the umpteenth time, and she needed her scissors. And I was sitting on the opposite side of the desk, which is only important because the camera, the school camera, was not on me. Right. Okay. So I'm sitting on the opposite side of the desk so her teacher doesn't think that I'm there. And Oh, that's smart. Well, I mean, I wasn't doing it on purpose, but her teacher didn't think I was there because yeah. I wasn't in the I wasn't in the screen. And um I heard her teacher say, you know, Reese, do you have your scissors? And Reese looked up at me like where and she was like, Where are my scissors? And She's I was like, like what the fuck, And so Mom? I said to her, I was and and I knew where her scissors were on her desk. She had but she didn't put them back in a space she could see. So I was like, I don't I don't know where your scissors are. And so then the little stinker raised her hand and said Oh my you know, Miss Vanelli, I don't know where my scissors are. And then I was like, God darn it, Reese. <laughs> so Miss, and then what does Miss Vanelli said? She said, can, Reese, can you go get your mom and ask her to help you find your scissors? And I was like, No, oh no. My gosh. <laughs> How about Reese? Remember where you put your Reese? Scissors? Where do you think you put your scissors? Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, you're they're like right under that. Yeah, lessons. I'm like, I'm trying to help the girl stay more organized, <laughs> and you're just telling her to go grab her mom. Oh so, my God, but I love you know, it. I know. Oh. It was just a funny, because I know that these teachers are going through so much trying to manage. And handling it with such grace. They are. They like, really I are. I, I mean, they deserve to get paid triple their salary. Yeah. Like, are we upping these teacher salaries or what? Uh, okay. Yeah. That's a whole and, other yeah. subject. Anyway, yeah. so um, funny times. But Christmas is almost here. Oh, wait. Before, yeah. Yeah. And before we dive further into Christmas, update, we have a new nanny that's helping while oh. I'm at work. I mean, you know that, right? But, like, I wanted to talk about it because... I don't even think you and I have really gotten to talk about how much I'm loving her and how just like, Do you tell. I feel like it's a breath of fresh air. Oh, so, how nice. Um, if you guys, I mean, I know I, I've talked about being a therapist on here, but I see like 19 clients a week. That's a pretty, like even for a part-time therapist, I mean, that's almost a full-time caseload um, in three days. And so for those three days, I'm very busy, and we've just been kind of winging it. We have had babysitters, and they've been great, but, like, it's just, I mean, you know, you've heard the saga of, like, this one and that one that didn't work, or one showed up yeah, to I can relate too well. in the beginning of the year and had COVID and didn't tell us, like, <laughs> what the fuck? 
Sorry if I'm just, kids are listening here. Um, it's, no it's kids should be listening really to this. It's been really stressful. Yeah. Um, and we're lucky we have family that can come in and help. But anyways, I finally, I found um, our nanny, Lexi, if you're listening. Love you. You've been awesome. <laughs> I mean, she just like, I mean... I came home from my sessions today and my kids were just like smiling. Their schoolwork oh, was done. We love the happy kids to come clean. home too. Oh, she was playing Barbies with Alex. Like <gasps> I just feel like it was all the things I want. Like kids, happiness is first safety, safety and happiness and health. And then like get their schoolwork done. That's to me like secondary. If you can take care of them, that's all I care about and keep them safe. She does it all. So, I mean, and then, and then play the things with them that, we don't really want right. to play. Like, I, I have to be honest. I'm not a great, I, I, mean I either. don't love getting down on the floor and playing with my kids at all. Um, I think I, again, I, I'm a good mom in a lot of, in a lot of other Absolutely. spectrums, but that is not my thing. And, and my kids know that. So it just like, I and will say it's a freaking financial, like, it's like, okay, we're doing this, right? This is big. But, um, I think Tony and I both feel like, God, finally, for the first time, I'll say ever, we can see that it's worth it. Oh, I, I love that. It, I have to say, he's always been like, uh-huh. I mean, we're spending so much on childcare and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's so awesome. And so I'm so I jealous. I feel like that's my Christmas gift. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just a sweet, a, a good person. I love that. Oh, I'm so, so happy for you. Cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> well, literally cheers because we have our champagne right here. I okay. Know. So, um, what else? I wanted to update on um, the studio since, yeah, when was that, hear. two weeks ago? Yeah. I mean, there's not really that much to update, but I know people are kind of curious because I would be no, curious. That was, last, was that last week? No, last week we talked oh, about having me. having babies or not Those having babies, babies or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so uh, it's very complicated, and not that that is my way of not sharing it. It's just complicated. You know, it's trying to get out of a lease. Oh, my which really looks like trying to find somebody else to take over the lease, which um, is very challenging in today's climate. Climate, <laughs> like who's o- like like who's opening businesses yeah, right now? I, mean, I know there are people, but I think it's but I also limited. think then there's kind of this interesting shift right now because I think there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and so. Yes. Do you want to start working on a new business or, you know, like, I, well, is it like sort of like if I get in now, rent will be cheaper. Absolutely. Things, like it's almost like how I feel about going to Hawaii. If I book the trip now, it'll be cheaper. But then like, do I book it? Cause I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I you think just it's book a it. similar mindset of business. Probably <laughs> no, right totally. Now, you know? Yeah. And I think that, I think I would assume, I don't know this for a fact, but I think that a lot of landlords are willing to work with people who are willing to sign a lease. You know, like I'm sure there's some free rent that they're throwing out or whatever it may yeah. be in order to get that. So anyway, that's um, irrelevant to me though because I'm trying to get out of the lease. Yeah, but you're um, trying to find somebody to take it trying over. Trying to find somebody to take it over. And so anyway, we haven't, um, it's only been two weeks, so there hasn't been crazy um, movement on that, but we're working on that. And then and then just all the closure, the closure of everything else. So yeah selling off equipment and emptying the space out and, um, and also just, you know, talking with clients that were, um, really became such good friends. And so that's been, has everyone, I mean, I know people were so like, we got so many sweet messages on yes. our podcast and just like supportive, I should say messages. So has wonderful. Been yeah, rude. Names. Been rude. Or no, upset. actually, you know what? No one has been rude. Okay. I'm good. so grateful for that's that. No amazing. one has been rude, but I I'm not that, that surprised. Yeah. I mean, there weren't women in that studio that were going to, that would be the type to 
I mean, who could yeah. be rude at a time like yes. this? Yes. Well, people. I know, but not people <laughs> that went to your studio. No, I mean. Not balanced people. I always made the joke that like we did have a few bad apples, but they just weeded themselves out as yeah. we went along. So when we. They saw themselves out the door. They really, um, they really yeah. saw themselves out. So yeah, no, I've had, gosh, I've had the opposite of, um, uh, bad comments or terrible had, comments or rude comments. Yeah. I've had like everybody has like totally made me tear up. I was going to say there have been times when you're like, I have tears in my eyes. Yeah. I can't even yeah. believe how kind people have been. And also just what an, um, the studio was such a huge impact on my life that I, of course, didn't realize the impact it had on other people's lives because that's their own experiences. But like, you can't, like, yeah, but it's been so amazing to hear firsthand a lot of their experiences or their, um, like their takeaway from it. So it's just good closure. You need that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not fully closed. Like, um, I don't the even side of things, but the yeah, closure from yeah. the human side of things, I think is so important. Yeah. I was yeah. even, you know, like there was a moment where I was like, Oh, I'm getting robbed of like having like a, almost like a farewell party or a closing, you know, and having everybody in. But I don't think I could do that because I'm not closing really on my terms. Right. I mean, I like you're not closing cause you're like, I mean like cause I'm done cause yeah. that cause it had run its course. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I was just done. So, yeah. um, I, I don't think I could have been handled that. I think it also gives people the opportunity to like reach out to you in a much more genuine way. I mean, I think that people, yeah. And I mean, honestly, like there's still people I have not responded to, which I will be getting back to them, but it is, it was such a flood and not like it was such a flood. I needed time to get back to them. I, it, it so overtook me emotionally. Yeah. No, like it did. I honestly, know. when I yeah. would get these, um, like you don't just sweetly long messages. No, they, just, they made you feel things and they, yeah. and they touched just like heart. totally yeah. touched my heart. And yeah. it was almost, and I mean, several of them, I wrote back like a day or two and some of them I haven't even responded to. Cause like I, cause I will, but I've responded with, I, I needed some time to just like process your, message because it meant so much to, you know like yeah. I was just some or some people's names who came across that I was like I can't even read this today because I know how much this is going to I know. mean oh, to me you know yeah. yeah so anyway um I've been so That's grateful beautiful. for all of those yeah. you know like it and it was such it a good I reminder too for me that like anytime you feel like you need to say something or want to share something with somebody about your experience with them freaking say it I'm say like it how sweet of these people to just go out of their way. They didn't need to say anything well, to me. I even was thinking about you being truthful, like starting with you being truthful and vulnerable on that podcast we did about why you were closing and how hard that decision was for you. It encourages other people to speak their truth, you know, and I know it seems small, like, okay, well I'm closing, you know, but yeah. I think just that bravery and courage, or I know encourages other people to do the same in their own life. And that's what's yeah, so, well, I, so like, I mean, that's, Thank you for saying that. That's very sweet. Yeah, I mean... I think as women, the more... This is the... Right? This is our whole purpose of this podcast. It's not like we're... Um, we're here to be able to speak our truth and have some fun, but because when we believe that when we Absolutely. speak our truth, other people are encouraged to speak theirs. And I, I'm just over the bullshit. I'm over the, like, niceties and the, like, let's look our life... Make our life look perfect. Like, we've mm -hmm. gotten... Like, I feel like since we started this podcast, the... Um, overarching theme of the messages we get is you're so relatable and mm -hmm. I'm not trying to like pat us on the back but I'm like yeah we're relatable because we're showing and sharing what is really happening in our life so that's probably a good segue to <laughs> launch into I know why do we <laughs> why do we think other women don't want to be truthful 
whether it's social media or podcasting or it's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go there. So okay. um, <laughs> you go there this week in our community, <clears throat> there was, um, a alleged attempted child abduction slash human trafficking attempt. Did I say that right? Um, I mean, you said what said she was saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but the point is, is that um, um, a woman in our, who actually didn't live in our specific community, but nearby came to do some shopping in our community and had made a couple social, had made a two-part social media post um, claiming that her children were um, the targets the of targets of an alleged human, kidnapping alleged kidnapping attempt, which made it sound like it was a, a human trafficking attempt. Who knows, right? Yeah. And it was the videos were an alarm. Obviously, every but every mom I know in this community, somebody sent them that video or they mm-hmm. saw it on social media. There was an uproar to say the least. There was an uproar. People lost sleep over it. I mean, I'm telling you, the store that she uh, um, said this happened at was a mile from our house. Yeah. Right. So um, there were a lot of mothers really, honestly, no better term, absolutely shaking in their boots. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we all know this stuff can happen, right? Like we're not we're not blind to the fact that child abductions do happen and human trafficking is a very real. It's a it's a very real in a terrible thing. Very real thing. um, So. I and I'll interject just to say we actually do have every intention of really diving deep into human trafficking and child abduction later we want to do some good research and um statistic gathering yeah we're not just going to talk about it like because we don't yeah and uh, we take the topic very seriously and it is a it's a it's running rampant all over our country really and I want to say not but and it has been forever. Yes. So what irks me as a therapist who has, I'm not saying I like know all the things, but I know a lot about sexual abuse and child abuse. And this has been a very real topic. Yes. Forever. It's not new to 2020. And no. I think people putting a unfortunate spin as though this is something that's new to 2020. Like it just arose. It just yeah. arose. And it's actually, all I'm going to say is it's, detrimental to the people who are dedicating their whole life and their life's work and career to stopping these very real terrible things that happen. So what I'm saying is all these like false stories, and I'm not saying that one was, we don't know all the facts yet, but there have been in 2020, a lot of um, false reports and stories on social media about um, human trafficking and sexual trafficking of children. Um, Officials have come out and said, and people from these huge um, organizations like Save the Children have said, this is stop. This is actually hurting our efforts to stop this very real, um, terrible thing from happening. And this massive issue we're trying to fight that we've been working on for years, and now you guys are inundating our hotlines posting false articles and stories, and we can't focus on the real work. Mm -hmm. So. I know I'm being very, I'm pa- I feel very passionately about this. Yeah. Is that you, we, we owe it. If, if you want to, if you want to make a difference, do the research, find mm-hmm. out the organizations that you can donate to, um, talk to people who, who know the facts and the stats. Um, I'd say, there. I'd say just to, just in case you, for some reason, 
don't know exactly, and not that I would go into details, but so, so a mom posted these two stories that Caitlin referred to. And then, um, it went viral to say the very least. And in going viral, a lot of other larger names than herself, and she is a, a small business owner as well. Um, but a lot of other larger names started sharing it. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, really, it took off. I mean, it had 4 million views, I just read. And this just posted Sunday night. It so, had 4 million views in 24 hours. Okay, so, yeah. so the topic absolutely should be getting... 4 million views every day. The, the problem was the awareness, right? The topic should be discussed yeah. like that. The problem was it, it, it appears, and we're still going to do more research on our own too, but it appears that the um, story the- that she actually told was false. Em- embellished. Embellished is a better word yeah. because she took some facts and, and um, embellished them. Yeah. And what, and what we're saying is it's not, it's not about not, not speaking yeah, about, not like, don't, don't tell people this happened. Absolutely, like, but if you if you continue to spread stories, like specific stories that aren't true, that actually doesn't help the it cause. Hurts the it hurts yeah. the cause. Yeah. It hurts the effort. And so this is just kind of our little um I know we were really bothered by it all week and oh god. It's yeah. kind of our little um just do some a little bit of research before Consum- either either you yeah, the consumption, either before you consume, before you share. I guess we all consume first, you're right, cuz we're going to read it first, but then when you consume Or yes, as you you're as you're consuming consume it, yes. You turn on your social media thing and it pops up. Think critically, like does does this add up? what who or what might be behind this what could their intention be and i'm not i'm saying on all sides of this absolutely everything we're not just talking about this because god there's just so much stuff out there that we're that we can and really aside from this story right that's yeah. the whole point there's yeah. so much there's so many other things and and if i want and to lighten the mood from this heavy yeah. subject you know we're talking about the same this falls into the same category so um let's push aside for a second obvious the horrible tragedy of human trafficking and child abduction. Let's put that on one side because what we want to talk about for just a quick second is why women want to change embellish stories to sell their facts more, right? And that can be even altering photos to make them look better or um, changing the details of your vacation because it looks more appealing to people, right? Like to lighten this up. Like why do women feel the need to change the the facts the truth in order to make it all look more appealing one way or another right if you're trying yeah. to make it a more negative story a more positive story like why can't we just be honest okay that <laughs> no i love that and i don't you think that's so compl- i keep coming back to it's so complicated i don't think it's complicated i mean okay, i think the your, answer is- tell me tell me your your view on no it. my sure honest I- my honest question is why can't we just be honest Oh, I mean, I mean, why do I think? I think because people don't have the self-confidence to sit in the, uh, their truth. Right. And I think I, so let's dive into that to that. But I also think there's an undercurrent of culture and society that has told us that we need to be a certain way or look a certain way and act a certain way. And I don't think we can use that as uh, I hate uh, people may not like this as an excuse forever because we're now grown ass adults that can Mm -hmm. choose to live our life the way that we see fit. But I do believe there's this there there are these undercurrents that 
make women more likely to do this than men. Women also talk more than men in a very beautiful and positive way. I mean, Mm -hmm. men aren't sitting here um, often doing podcasts unless they're like celebrities or I shouldn't say that. There are men doing podcasts. But I mean, what I will say is like um, women are having more of these kinds of like trying to have conversations on social media, trying to start businesses on social media or sell their business on social media. And then you have behind it the historical thing of like, you need to look perfect or, you know, um, have your shit together. And so I think it just encourages women to like, even when this is the part that gets you and I, I think Mary is even when their platform is based on them allegedly being, truthful and authentic there's still a lot of untruths right and so I think I don't know when I say it's complex I think that we have to do better for for ourselves and for our daughters in order for this to start changing I think it's insecurity is what it boils down to is insecurity I need to appear a certain way and then if I appear a certain way I'm more likely to gain followers sell my product blah 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 but really is that true you know what I mean? Like, uh, okay. So w- as you were saying that, what I was thinking was like this divide amongst women, because then I think that there are the women who just buy into the pretty picture. Yeah. And then I think, like, I like pretty pictures. Me too. Me too. But, but <laughs> I, also I, don't, I don't, but I don't buy them as fast. But I can also like look at them and be like, that's a pretty picture. I'm sure that that took them a lot of time to put together. And I respect and that I like, work. God, my life sucks because their life looks good. No, but I mean, sure. I'm, I, but I don't but, look at a picture and be like, oh my God, is that what her house looks like all day, every day? Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wonder how long know, it took her to yeah. take that picture. In fact, I respect her more for taking all the time to make it all look like yeah. that. Cause that probably took a and long you know time. What? It probably made her happy in that moment. And like, it probably did. It make her really happy. Do. It was something that felt not that women need to find things to do, but it made her feel some sense of control over the chaotic environment that is raising a family. So, yeah. so here's the question. Okay. How do we, this is, how do we help people or not like we are the experts on this particular thing, but how do we help people or women realize what they're really looking at? So, Let's give some background on this. Okay. Is it because, so what I think, what I think we're talking about here, and I'm just going to say it openly, is the fact that we saw so many women, and, 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 and rightfully so, like, I guess, half rightfully so, sharing this story that as we're going to unfold, I mean, we happen to know some, some things, that it's not fully factual. Um, this story, we saw so many women that we know sharing it as though it were fact and like panicking. Right. And I yep. think it touched on our mama hearts. Right. Of yes. Being like, oh my God. And I get yes. that. But I have to tell you my honest experience within 30 seconds of listening to that person's video, red flags went off in my mind. Same. I was like, there is not, this isn't, I immediately knew not that it wasn't real. I'm not saying that it wasn't some version wasn't real, but there, there was something off. So what I think is that what you're asking is why were why are women so quick to like immediately believe and then share and post right or I mean yes uh, although I'm also um, I'm timid to go there because I know that there are gonna be some women who have not even heard yet that um, it has been. Um, I don't okay. even want to use the, the yeah, word we proven, don't want to but people off. Let's yeah, just be real. yeah, and I, but I know that there are, there are people who don't know yet that her story was. It's looking to be 
false, false. Yeah. embellished to a yeah. false degree. Yeah. So I know that there are some people that are going to be upset that we're saying this, like why you should never doubt a mother's intuition or her gut feeling or her reaction to yeah. things. We're not, we're not doubting a mother's gut or a mother's intuition. What we're saying is when you're putting out a false story, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're no longer talking about your gut or what you were fearing in that moment. Listen, we're talking about we never Instagram followers. <laughs> yes. Sorry. I just said it. Okay. She said it. Okay. We're going to, can we delete that? <laughs> no, we shouldn't delete yeah. it. Yeah. We shouldn't delete it no. because that's just real. That's real. Yeah. So I, to, to answer that, like, I think that there is an influx. I know that there's an influx of information on social media and we have to use our critical minds to be like, is this, I mean, more than ever, like, and you know, shit, I might've reposted that if I didn't watch the video, I'd be like, oh my God, this happened down the street from me. I'm reposting. If I had just heard the story and hadn't watched your I video, I a hundred percent would have reposted yep. it. So if I didn't take the time to watch it, so all I'm saying is, and granted, if this brought somebody more awareness, great. Right. Of Hey, yeah. hundred percent. I'm sure even glad. Mom I know is, you know what I will, I'm, I will pat this woman on the back for, for this sense. We were never going to tonight's topic was never going to have anything to do with human trafficking or child abduction. And I am glad that we are discussing it and that we are going to any mom forget about the fact that their kid could be kidnapped. I mean, no, I'm just going to say that again. I'm apparently saying all the obvious things like I think that is instinctual. I think it is our biggest freaking fear. And I think we're mama bears. And I think that the second I hate that word. I don't know why I say that. But I think that we're instinctually (laughs) like built to protect our kids and it doesn't always work out the way we planned it to all the time. And, and I'm not saying that when kids get taken or hurt, it's the mom's fault at all. No, but what I'm saying is, but we're always fearful of it. It's not like we forgot. It's not like we're not paying attention. And we're so glad that she reminded us. I mean, (laughs) yeah, good point. Good point. Drowning in mom guilt of, did we do the right thing? Are we doing the right thing? What could we do better? Like women don't need any more, you know? Oh, preach. Yes. God, of course. Of course. That's, that's what we do. We're already in it. Babies. Yep. And, and, and good dads do too. This is what parents do. Yeah. Should we just end it there? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just got really heated about that. No, it's true. In that moment, I'm like, do it's as if we forgot like, oh shit. our kids. Now that she brought it up, we'll protect our kids. Yeah. It's it's a really good point you have. We live our life in constant like high alert with our children yes I will tell you that anytime I've ever gone out with my children and it's not it's not at the forefront it's always in the back of my mind where are my kids what's around me what's going on who's there you know you are you're always thinking it it's not yes it's just there it's just there forget when I was a kid when my mom lost my brother for a second in the mall it was like I'll never forget my mom's face her voice the panic like yeah and it was for like 30 seconds but this is in us all. So, Oh anyway. God, sometimes I lose Reese in our garage and I freak out <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> and we just have a normal two car garage yes. Yes. and you're just like, everything flashes through your mind. Every fear, every, yeah. And that was, so do we need to say mom, be alert, be aware? Like, yeah, maybe. Okay. Be alert, be aware. Do any of you feel like as mothers, when you're out and about with your children, that you're not alert or aware? Are we perfect? No, but like that is our number one priority. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Anyway. Good point. You know what? Good freaking point. I'm tired. All, all the messages this week have been, you know, regardless of whether or not she was making false accusations, we need to bring this topic to, to the forefront. And like 110% tr- human trafficking 
because it's been going on for so, so long. Do yes. About what it. can we do to support but the cause that so many that people are, are already fighting? Trafficking, right? Like, right. It's um, it's not individual moms not paying attention. Right. In fact, statistically, what I'm going to say here is that human trafficking doesn't happen from strangers, which I know is going to blow people some it, some people's yeah. minds. It happens from people that families actually know, relatives, um, distant friends. Um, people that have gained trust of the which family. Which is sadly the same situation with sexual, sexual abuse. abuse. And sh- yes, yeah. 100%. And if you really, and I'm and the, I'm going to move on. Just do this, it. <laughs> but if you really want to know what to be careful for, it's sexual abuse from somebody you know in your neighborhood or in your family. That is statistically the number one risk to your child right now. Not a stranger human trafficking your child. It's somebody you know sexually abusing your child. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, it's, it's just, yes. True. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not like, it's like, okay. We're no, I mean, there, but like, it's hard. I'm, yeah. No, I, it, that's the truth of it. I yeah. think a lot of people and again, moms, that's an even bigger fear of ours. It's like, yeah, I, and that is, I've had this combo. We've about talked about this a lot. Yeah. Like, the idea that somebody that you are welcoming into your family, into your home, into your community, whatever it may be, would, take advantage of your child in any way, shape, or form. Ugh. You just don't believe it. But when you look at the stats, that's it's, who does it. That's what it, yeah. So Mary and I have had these conversations about how old are our children going to be when we let them have their first sleepover and what's that going to look like and who will it be with? And, you know, it's important to us and, yeah. and for a really good reason. So honestly, if I'm being 100% honest right now, that's the more important conversation. Not that the global conversation of human trafficking is important. It is so important. But there are organizations and agencies dedicated to, to helping this. So let's look into those. But in your own family unit, what you can do is pay attention to who's around you and, and who's a possible threat to your child. I know that sounds morbid, but like... No, but the and, behaviors that you're witnessing, yeah. yeah. And then also what you're going to allow and what you're not going to allow in your, in your family. Yeah. I think these are really important things. And I think we need to, this is a subject we need to let, um, continue to be an ongoing subject. This is not something that just, you know, you, that you bring up once a year and you kind of tuck it in your mind somewhere else, because this is important. This This is really important. This is what affects, um, people, children, families on an ongoing, their whole life. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of adults that have (laughs) had childhood trauma and then it goes unresolved and then, you know, they deal with it when they're much either they become repeat offenders or they become, um, isolated in their situation. I mean, there's so many different effects that their adult life takes because of, so if mamas want to have some impact, right. Or some, what, like, cause I know I'm, I'd be sitting here too. Like, well, what can I do? Well, what you can do is realistically pay attention to, um, who's in your home, who you're letting in your home. I know with COVID, this is maybe a non-issue, but, and, or maybe, you know, somebody that lives down the street or a family member that isn't safe, like, and then they're home with their family 24 seven right now because of COVID or who you're worried about, you know? So I think what we can do as parents is pay attention to, um, what our boundaries are around who we're letting be alone with our kids. Mm-hmm. 100%. End of story. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, so um, yeah, Mary, take us out of this one. Yeah, let's. I don't know how to. I don't know how to transition <laughs> smoothly from that really hard conversation. I know, which it's not. 
lot. It's just this is hard. So let's yeah, and shift. let's let that be what it is, yeah. and then we can move into something else. Yeah, let's leave out. Like, of it. should we go into politics now or oh, what? Just no, don't just even kidding. get me started on this. Um, Feed me some champagne, and I'll I'll talk a little bit. More. I know, I know. <laughs> um, there is there is actually um COVID politic related. Like, there's a lot of um funny controversy right now about the inauguration. Ooh, tell me. Well, just because, you know, know. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are being, by all accounts, stripped of a really amazing moment in their lives. I mean, can you imagine being sworn in as the president and the vice president? And you're like, you're allowed two guests. You know, it's like. Totally. But like, okay. Why am I so morbid tonight? But I'm thinking oh, of people like who have had. I mean, and I know. I've had funerals on Zoom. Oh my God! No, and they're and they're Zoom. so amazing. They they are like we give two shits. Yeah. Literally, this yeah. is about the safety of the American people. Yeah, and they're being so wonderful about it. But I'm just still, I'm just merely like, commenting on the t- fact that like crazy time in history. How crazy yeah. is that? I mean, they'll probably end up having the most. Um, uh, broadcast yeah. or most important um, everybody will be sitting at home watching it most popular inauguration honestly yeah. ever because, because well what else what are we going to do <laughs> I was going to say what else do we want to do yeah. but really yeah and I have to say it's a day after my son's third birthday yes and so I feel like it's really special it is going to be a really special day is it the 21st 20th, or 22nd 20th okay yeah he's the 21st 20th <laughs> um and it was really cute. Um, I haven't gotten to watch the interview yet, although I recorded it. But um, Robin Roberts interviewed Kamala Harris today or yesterday or something. And um, I only heard one snippet that was she was talking. She was like giddy about how excited her husband is to be the first second gentleman. The first second I know, right? gentleman. The I first second that. gentleman. And he is apparently just that like, so he's giddy about it, yeah. she said. He's so excited to be this, to have this role and to, um, you know. Yeah, like what's that going to look like? Yeah, I mean, do you think do? people what's are his, like. What's his mission going to be? Going to care you know? about what he wears or what is what his cause <gasps> oh, is. Shit, or, you know, yeah. he's a, I oh, he think he's in a attorney, today, isn't he? Yeah. Wouldn't that be I think He's an so attorney funny. for a tech company. Yeah. And so he's going to know. going to care what he's wearing. Oh, I think they'll care what he's wearing. I mean, I think they'll cutely care. But I mean, I think that they'll rib him for things that are... uh, He he seems to be a fairly well-dressed. I think we'll get more undercut on that. Uh, Do you remember like years ago when Obama got just hammered for the linen or like the khaki suit he wore? What the fuck? (laughs) Sorry, sorry. sorry. She just realized our bottle of champagne is empty. (laughs) It happens. (laughs) Um. Oh, yeah, the khaki suit. Yeah, yeah, the khaki that. suit yeah. that he did like at a press conference and yeah. they just nailed him. Oh, my God. So, yeah. yeah okay. I don't know. Um, Doug, his name's Doug. Doug. And he, Good and old he, Doug. Doug, <laughs> Doug feels trustworthy. So, anyway, so that was going on. And then, um, and this week, huge news about the, vi- the, vaccine. the vaccine. Yeah. So, okay. huge. Yeah, nurses, we've seen them on the news, on the news like sort of starting to get their rounds of vaccinations. <clears throat> Um, we've seen doctors getting them. I know that my husband just got an email today because I talked about that last time. He's getting it in three weeks, I believe. Okay. Um, as a firefighter, first responder. And I just saw on the news today, but you're my news fact checker person. Fact checker. God, the champagne's going in my head too quick. <laughs> mm. um, oh, God. Teachers are really, I'm, and I'm excited about this. Teacher unions are fighting to get them in the second round of vaccinations. Oh, that's exciting. I actually, I knew that they were, there was some, there was a lot of talk about teachers. Yeah. I mean. If we, uh, and the Bidens have said 
the Bidens, because I like to, that they're <laughs> your buddies, like the Bidens. I, well, I feel like they're one. <gasps> oh, like, you know, isn't that you just reminded me of something else you need to say. Yes, say Trump. Sorry. Yeah, no, like they're the a team. They're a team. And she's an educator. A, 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 she, uh, excuse me. She's a doctor of education. She's got her. Do you know why it's so important what you just said? Did you hear what happened this week? What? I'm going to interject for just a second. Yeah. Okay. They, oh, yeah. they don't want her to be called Dr. Biden. Who's they? Uh, Assholes. I mean, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at yeah. that because yeah. then we'll just get too political. But yeah. they don't want her to be called Dr. Biden because she's not a medical doctor. Okay, but. They want to. They want to differentiate that. She shouldn't be called Doctor Biden. She's got a. She's got so a doctorate. Who aren't medical doctors? Can I mean, be called doctors. I'm holding up the big middle finger yeah. right now, yeah. and so she lawyers. Yeah, right. JDs. I, I'm gonna. Doctors. I'm gonna pull up her just most amazing post today because they're called doctors. They're not doctors in medicine. Not just edu- yeah. Um, Yes. Okay, so she posted today on her Instagram, God bless Instagram, yeah. that she's and she said, "Together we will build a world where the accomplishments of our daughters will be celebrated rather than diminished." Yeah, and I, I think which is I just was yeah. like, "God bless you," yeah. because that so is the point. So now you're trying to, so you're trying to strip title? her of her title because that she earned in a lot of You don't think that that's as important as a medical doctor? It's not and it has I nothing think- to do with the other. They're they're Hard fought, literally hard fought yeah. degrees that they went and got. Yeah. And it's a doctor of. Mm-hmm. So doctor of education, doctor of law, doctor of medicine. So anyway, F them. She's got of her. psychology. Come on, people. Anyway, so the Bidens had so said the Bidens. that their priority was um, getting kids back in school yeah. um, safely. Yeah. And so um, getting teachers vaccinated seems really important. Clearly. So within the first, um, yeah, I think there's a big push for that. And, and I'm excited about it. So I've been saying this whole time, you know, I love to predict. Yeah. And I've been saying this whole time, you know, like, I really feel comfortable that we're going to be back in school in the fall. And I'm so excited. And like, I actually think there's a chance now May. for late, late spring. Yeah, April, May. Um, that if they can vaccinate these teachers, right, they're not going to vaccinate the kids. That's not even it's the not issue. Even, yeah, 16 and under aren't being vaccinated. Right, so right? if they can, but if they can get these teachers vaccinated, but here's the thing. Um, so the Pfizer vaccine is out. It's being distributed right now. Oh, I thought you meant like it's out. Like no, it's no, 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 like, no, 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 no. It's happened? being it's being distributed. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. I, I did just finally understand, though, why they were saying that there's kind of an issue. I don't know if you've heard this Keeping about... it cold. No, no. Oh. The keeping cold is fine. I guess they've <laughs> well, figured the out the refrigerator. running out of dry ice. Did you hear this? The cheese industry is very upset. <laughs> well, they can deal of- for a few months. My God. I did the government can the throw them some money to me. support that situation. Yeah. No, but the whole factor of like, so if you got a vaccine today. us some money. Yeah, really. Money. If you got a vaccine today, the next shipment that comes out is also going to you in essence because you have to get a 21 day booster. Okay. So just because another shipment goes out in a few weeks, it's just going to the same. So that's, I hadn't really, I didn't originally, when we were talking about this, I didn't realize that. So that's kind of also the issue Yeah. is that you need two shots, two shots. And within a certain time, 21 days. Yeah. And so that is why, um, you know, cause when I'm like, Oh, well you're already getting this many shots to us now. Like by, we should be fine by February, no, but everybody double. needs a second shot. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm really hoping that they can I'm get those. I'm hopeful too. And, you know, I feel like I've heard a lot of questions about what's in the vaccination, but I'm hearing that kind of dwindle a little bit. I do think, um, I can't speak to it very clearly. My brother, if I don't think he listens, but he thinks he knows everything. 
<laughs> well, I hope he, he doesn't he listen. Actually, he is really smart, but um, he said it's like a different thing. It's not, it's like a, okay, I'm not even going to say it right now, but it's a whole different like type of vaccination than we've ever built before. But what it is really cool about it is that so many scientists globally have been working on this. It's a bigger push than we've ever had for anything. So, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, cause you know, I am the news, I'm yeah. such a news junkie. So they had this special 2020 on last yeah. night or two nights ago or something. It was so cool. It was all about the vaccine. Okay. Tell me about it. But here's what I'll just give or you the synopsis us. of it. This was what I thought was so cool. In January is what all of these scientists in the, in this special were talking about. So they were like, oh, yeah, in January, we heard about this whole thing. And so we just thought we got to buckle down and get going. Last January. Yeah, yeah last yeah, January. Clearly, so yeah. my point is we started really hearing things like late February, early March of like, oh, yeah. there's this virus going around. What's going on? These guys, they were like, working like they yeah. were locked in their labs already by the by the time yeah, that we heard like about all this. Of a lifetime, they had already ordered all of their vials and their de- like yeah. everything they were going to need. And I just like I remember when. Chad this and I were game time. For yeah. Scientists. Chad and I were watching this and we were like, how weird is that? Like there were people, it felt like such, so out of a movie. Like there were people that were sitting there at home being like, get, 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 we got to go. We got to yeah. go. Like, this is our moment. This yeah. is our time. Yeah. This is when we rise and save this entire but, country yeah. slash world. Yeah. And they just went and they went to, they went, they went to work. And, and to anyway, work. Yeah. it was just really amazing. I mean, honestly, by the time March rolled around, they were already in what you would call kind of um, their their first stages. Like yeah. they weren't testing it on people yet, but like that's how quickly they were yeah. booking it to make this happen. I love that. It I was a, so cool. I had a teenage client this week in my practice. He was like, she was so cute. She's like, I'm sorry. All these people that are tripping about what's in the vaccination. I want to be like, listen, bro. This is what she said. <laughs> listen, bro. She's like, you smoke out of like somebody else's use bong and you oh are over here like drinking this and putting this in your body and that in your body. And you're going to worry about a scientist studied vaccination. And I was like, yes, girl. Yes. 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 So I, I mean, I will be, I'm being very open about this. I will be rolling up my yeah. sleeve as soon as they are offering it me to me, yeah. rolling up the sleeve. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. Um, okay, before we finish off, let's talk um, about our favorite things. Okay, favorite things. You go first. Okay, so I could talk about this for like four hours. A new show I'm watching. And I also want to tell you what Gabby's watching because she gave me a new show today. Oh, what, okay. What Actually, watching? let me go with this Gabby first. segment needs to be. What, I know, what what's Gabby's Gabby watching? watching? Yeah. Okay, so what Gabby's watching is, or one of the shows she's watching right now, is called House of Ho. Like, how do you spell ho? H O. H H O. H O. What is it? So on? it's House of Ho. Uh, okay, I shouldn't ask you because everyone can Google that. Shit. I don't know. I don't House know what ho. network it's on. So this is what she initially said. So I just want to share it. So she said, it's fluffy and stylized, but it's pretty entertaining and funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then she followed up and said, plus, you can't not love a couple who comes to this country with absolutely nothing and now are probably billionaires. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm like, I'm, and I'm into that. I yeah. love watching. Yes. I love watching some hardworking people oh, just hustle yeah. and get it done. House of Ho. Okay. Okay. So House of Ho. So I'm going to start watching that so we can talk about it next week. Okay. But I'm currently watching Your Honor. <sighs> yeah. Tell us about that. Okay. Like Brian Cranston. I'm that. freaking out over the show. Like I'm it's so it's only two episodes in the third episode comes out this weekend, I think. Yeah. And so Brian Cranston, you know him? The actor? No. Love him. Um, What's he been on? A lot of things, okay. but um, anyway, yeah, yeah, GTS, 
It means Google that shit. We just learned it last week. So we're, we throw that phrase out now all the time. Okay. So, um, Brian Cranston is a judge and I'm not going to get too far into it because it's kind of a, it's a mystery. Um, in a is, sense, it's a, it's, it's a, like it's I'm a suspense. Doing. It's a suspense. No, it's not like that. It's okay. very clear what happened. And now, so Brian Cranston is a judge. He, um, is newly widowed. He has a teenage son. Okay. And, um, the son commits a crime. Okay. I'll just say that. The crime, unfortunately, ends up... It was an accidental crime. Yeah. The crime ends up being against, like, one of the, like, biggest mafia families, if you will. I mean, they're, it's organized yeah. crime. And so, anyway, the, the first episode, Brian Cranston is going into the police station to basically confess his son's crime and just right. and just do his due diligence. I mean, he's a very respected judge and he's like a good judge. Like they you see him in the courtroom, it's like the kind of judge you'd want if you, you were want, ever in trouble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just a good judge. Like a good So he walks yeah. in the police station to um confess his son's crime and he sees the couple to which he knows his son. He just knows when he sees him because of their reaction, he knows that it was it was that family that oh. this crime was committed against. Oh. And then he makes some hard decisions in that moment. Damn. And it is it's it is a test of of parenthood, of um of right and wrong. Yeah. And it is a lot of continuous decisions of right and wrong. Okay. And I dig it. Like, is it like one you watch with your husband? So yeah. So Chad yeah. and I sat down to watch it. Yeah. This whole thing, this whole thing happens. I'll tell you the crime happens. And Chad says to me, I said to him actually, Oh my God, what's he going to do? It's yeah. his son. Cause you know, as a mother, I'm yeah. like, you can't turn yeah. your son in. It's no. just, and Chad's like, he has, he has to do it. He has to go. He has to make it right. He's got, and, and he'll figure out how to help his son as much as he can, yeah. but he's got to do it. And I'm like, Jesus. Okay. So now I know Chad's going to turn our kids <laughs> into the cops. You know where you so now I know if our kids ever commit a crime, I'm not that telling Chad. Me, yeah. And then, and then I, I, like literally when he goes into the police station, I said to Chad this, and this all happens pretty quickly. So I'm not ruining anything. You got to watch the show. Yeah. But I said, I'm like, oh my God. And he's like, oh, he can't, he can't tell them. He can't tell the police. Oh my <laughs> I'm like, oh my, oh my God. God. Oh. So you have extenuating circumstances. So anyway, your honor. Okay. And then um, my other thing that I will say, Ooh. I have to bring up my new champs. Well, we drank the whole Spark. bottle. <laughs> Shit. So this week as I was like home and um, again, I don't know. I've been spending a lot of time at home. Anybody else? No, no I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was thinking like, oh boy, in the next two weeks of Christmas. And then, so Reese is going to be off school. So I'm literally going to have nothing for her to do. And I better rejoin my wine I club. Better. Do you feel, do you see the <laughs> dot connection? Yeah. <laughs> Do you see how I connected those yes. dots? Okay. Yes. My daughter's going to be home. I better have champagne. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. um, I went and picked it up because I needed to have a drive. A but I will say bottle. they ship for free when you spend a certain amount of money, which you'll have no time ship. I mean, no time or no problem paying when you see how beautiful their bottles are and really how, how good they're. Good it is. You guys, I'm a Sauv Blanc drinker. I don't very love champagne. I'm not crazy about champagne. Yes. This You're a good sport. It's so, so good. Amazing. So I will tell you what we had tonight was the 2015 Carnero like sparkling rosé. Yeah. That's what we had tonight. But you guys, the bottle alone, we'll take a picture. Well, we took a well, picture and put it. the brand yet. Oh, Gloria. Gloria, Gloria yeah. Farrar. I'm so sorry. You yeah. have to. So go to Gloria Farrar's website and Farrar is spelled F-E-R-R-A-R. So and join good. their wine it's club. Here in, well, it's in but, but they yeah. will ship it 
I think it's, it's like if you're in their second tier, they ship it for free or something like that. So it's four times a year. I highly recommend. They also though, here's a little, um, Oh yeah. Here's a little, here's a little hack. Um, Gloria Farrar also does, Oh, I have two things. They do a split bottle. So it's like half, it looks like half the size of the bottle and it's supposed to be like, I think it's like a glass and a half or maybe it's like 2.25 glasses. Yeah. Which is just perfect if you're having it for yourself. Right. So the splits, which I also got a case of, because you know Love. I'm home for the next two weeks. Yeah, and then um, they also you don't open a bottle of champagne. So a lot of people were saying that that's yeah. why they don't open champagne is because it's just going to go bad so yeah. quickly. So my other, my last thing is they also sell, and I have tested it a lot. The best, the best champagne stopper. Ooh. I think it was like six ninety five on their website. So yeah. I grabbed cool. actually several of them. We're going to give it away as part of our um, giveaway this coming week with, yes. a, with a bottle as well. So, um, and we're, I think we'll so, give away yeah. two so that somebody can have one and they can give it to a friend because oh, it's a honestly idea. a great gift. Um, so yeah, anyway, so stay tuned for that. You got to follow us. Those are, yeah, you got to follow us and we'll put up our giveaway on um, Friday. Yeah. But okay. yeah, so Love those are my it. things. What about you? What's your uh, favorite? Well, mine's not as classy as yours, but I'm still going to share it because it's really <laughs> yummy. So I'm a big Trader Joe's fan. Um, and I, f- I just started following this account that was like, um, you know how they have like the Costco account of like yeah. things that you can find at Costco? There's a Trader Joe's one. My mom follows this. She talks about it all the time. Okay. So I just got this spicy party mix and it's like nuts and pretzels and like, it's like, it's like a bar mix, you know, when you sit yeah. the bar and you'd eat like nuts, but it's like, but like good flavor. It's good. So I feel like I put it out. I've been putting it out in the evening um, and just like, and it feels kind of healthy because it's nuts, right? Yeah. It has a lot of salt and stuff on it, but it's delicious. Um, those, Do you think it would pair well with the champagne? Oh, any, any, <laughs> as a, I'm pretty sure it would pair great with the Gloria. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's my favorite thing that I'm eating. Favorite thing that I'm reading, I have to say, I mean, like I'm really hooked into this green light book. Oh my like, gosh. I'm so hooked. Like, Okay, we, we didn't do it, but Matthew McConaughey is, like, doing this challenge right now. Oh, maybe we'll do it after we record. And have you seen the other people that are accepting yeah, the lame. challenge? They're horrible. We're going to nail it, Barry. They're most, it's gonna, mostly let's men. Do it. Let's do it. He'll have yeah. to post us because we're women. Yeah. So he wants people to share, like, their version. The, like, kind of their impression, impression of, of, him. of reading or saying the book because he reads his own book and so they want he so good it's so, so we're gonna good. do that after this but that book has so many things that i think i'll just honest, hold on so tightly to honest like, life like, lessons like, um, well going back to what we were talking about earlier about the event that happened in our community is like life what was it life creates enough drama for you you don't you know you you wrote it down in your phone, i'm pulling it up it. right now yeah. i'm pulling it up so it's um don't invent drama it'll come on its own hell yes Right? Should we leave them with that? Let's just leave them with that. Yeah. And join our book club because Mary Yeah, we have our last <laughs> Mary takes notes. We have our last book club night for Green Lights this Sunday. And, and honestly, if you've never even read the book, don't even worry. Just Show join. Up. And we just have a good drink together yeah. and have fun and just talk about any random things. And next week we'll announce our book for January. Yes. And a lot of things we have coming up for fun twenty twenty one. Yes. All right. Later, babes. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at heybabe.mk so we can keep the conversations from this podcast going, give you a preview of our imperfect and very real lives, 
Did we mention we have six kids, six and under between us? And be the first to find out about our fun events and offerings. (laughs) 